What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I am joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. Tee it up up north as we usually do. See what's going on with our boy Reg. How's it going, buddy? Boys, how's she going? I'm doing well up in the north. Uh, been unbelievable weather here. Um, people always say once you get married, you stop golfing. I've uh, proven to be the exact opposite in the last couple weeks. Hey. Golfing a shit ton. Game's coming around just in time for the Tamarack. Uh, probably the best I played all summer, so it's good good time. I'll probably shoot 85-85 now that I said that. But, no, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I don't know. It's, it, it happens every year. You're not really looking forward to it that much, and then all of a sudden the week of when you got a, a tee time on Saturday, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty good feeling, I would say. What time do you guys tee off? 8.48, Saturday morning. Ooh, 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 front or back? Back. See, back. Look, Get rid of that it's about an hour and a half later than we usually tee off off number uh, 10, so. That's good. Take it. Jordan, what's happening up in Rossman? How did the tourney go? Top of the evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. The tournament went uh, surprisingly well. We had a bit of a scramble the couple days leading up to it, but it, uh, at the end of the day, as things usually do, uh, things work out. So we had just around 50 golfers, I think, that day, uh, which was pretty damn good coming out to Rossman Lake. About probably half, no, nah, maybe not half, but a good portion of them had never been out here before. Nice. Uh, we had the likes of uh, our, our buddy Marty Minshaw. Uh, Cal was out and their, and their wives. Uh, Dean Cooley was out, Chad Facey, and uh, the Cruises. So we got to play with the cruises for the round. It was a hell of a round, actually. And uh, we golfed from about noon until dark. So we had the tournament, and then we played uh, some horse races. Didn't nice. come out on the winning side of this one. So Harley was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who won the tournament? Uh, Chad Tanner, um, Char no Charles McKay, and his son Dawson McKay, and Randy Brandon Jr., for the champs they shot 122 how many unders that don't know <laughs> it was it'd be, uh, uh <clears throat> it'd be eight under each right what's the quote the i don't know i'm pretty sure it's 68 i think so too sorry so 14 i guess it would be really good golf nice mm -hmm. that's unreal I think we we've had a really good day too. Actually, I was playing with Facey, uh, Dean Cooley, and who the hell else was on our squad? We had kind of a mishmash. Dad was supposed, Doug was supposed to be. Oh, Barry, cousin Barry was on the team. He was a last second addition because uh, Uncle Doug had a bit of an injury there, so he couldn't make it. So mm -hmm. I think we were one twenty six. We were right up there. I was surprised. I thought we were gonna have a shot at her, but. Chez is in the house. Good to see you. Drums, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. Uh, we had a little bit of uh, extreme panic mode over here right now. We uh, A couple months ago now, we had signed up and uh, signed contracts and had everything in place to get uh, little man into daycare starting in September. And uh, we got a message this morning that the person whose spot we were supposed to be taking is not leaving. So... We're out of luck, apparently. apparently. So I'm just... fucking leaving. Yeah, do you think they stood up at the front of daycare and said that? 
not fucking leaving. We ain't fucking little... leaving. <laughs> I think somebody just made an ace out here. I just heard a roar. Although it's women's night, so it could be a ten. Could be a birdie. But Rhoda got her third. Ace. <laughs> just racking so, up aces. <laughs> so what are you gonna do, drums? Uh, we're in scramble mode here, so a couple options have popped up, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it was a shit show for for quite some time at the old household today. Yeah, you had a bit of a scramble too last couple of days. Yeah, Hank Hank left for about uh, twenty four hours total, so oh, not like him to stay all day and all night. So and then just wandered easy. back or what? Yeah, he came back at two in the morning last night. What are you doing? At two in the back? morning? I never even asked you. How'd you know he was there? Uh, East was sleeping on the couch with the window open. He's making some noise outside. Oh, wow. Good call on her behalf. Outside. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was I was there till about uh, 1 o'clock, to be <laughs> completely honest with you. I was, I was pretty anxious, too. Yeah, well, I don't I went to, went to bed, and East made some noise when he came in. It was like uh, like a hole-in-one almost. <laughs> no kidding. No, it was good. Was he in rough shape or No. Oh, he's dirty. He was sleeping under somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Just passed out Filthy. somewhere. No, he would have. He would have got. He hates being out during the uh, daylight, so he would have got caught somewhere and then had to spend a full day. But 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 the worst thing is, was he messed up uh, last week? No, not yet. Hey. No. He just had like a surgery got put under because he got like uh, crystals, so he's oh, yeah. kind of on like uh, sedative medication. So then we put him outside on that medication and. You go. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Just wouldn't, re- away. wouldn't recommend. Anyone, he's back. Uh, he's actually outside right now. But oh, this will go good. Oh, the there he is. Came back. Yeah, the very, the very next, next day. day. You, yeah. you know what? We we uh, we played a bunch of Fred Penner songs like for the kid, and some of those songs are pretty dark, like the cat coming back. If, if yeah. you listen to it again, it's wild. Like, it's wild. Completely wild. Why? What blurry. do you mean? <sighs> I'll try to pull up lyrics, but like, I was blaring it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. What um, do we got for uh, housekeeping, Reggie? Should we get right into? It? We got the Tam. We got the 2022 Tamrock special tonight. So we got some, uh, I guess, tips and stuff from yeah. uh, Instagram friends. We're gonna discuss uh, a few of them, and we got some. Uh, what's that thing called, Reggie? Which. What were we just talking about right before the show? Podcast. What's it called? Cheat local code. knowledge. No. Cheat Whatever. code. Local knowledge. But it's oh, it's called decade. Decade. That's what it is. Yeah, so we're gonna software, maybe yeah. talk. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about maybe how it applies to Clear Lake. I listened to it and I wasn't set on um, Clear Lake being the best course to have that kind of mentality with. But yeah, it is. Okay. Well, then we'll talk about it later on. It's good. If you think so, then you're probably oh, maybe, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it probably is. Um, so, anyways, let's, go, let's do some PGA talk. We got a little bit going on there. Will Z won the, for the first time. I got uh, just one last thing to touch – or one thing to touch on before PGA. Um, should give two two shout-outs here. Um, I played in the night golf tournament at Dauphin. They, uh, they put on this tournament. It's all the uh, local cottagers out of the lake, uh, kind of the – retired crowd that puts it on and uh they're raising money for a multi-purpose court out there so i think it's going to be a tennis court and a pickleball court maybe nice. and uh 150 golfers complete sellout 
Uh, the organizers couldn't even golf because there wasn't enough space for them. Holy it wow. started out, it was going to be five holes, went to seven, and uh, they had more demand to take it to nine holes. So we played nine holes, um, decorate your cart like crazy, glow everywhere. Uh, I had an inflatable on top of mine. Uh, just insane. Uh, the golf was sick. Uh, what else can I tell you about it? It was Easton told me to quit talking about it because it's it's getting annoying already. But it was just so much fun. You start golfing at ten thirty, and I think the round finished at maybe like one o'clock or one thirty or two. I don't oh, know. Late. It was a late night. Like what it's basically the... what it is. Is it's a you're going to a social, but you're golfing at the same time. Love it. Sign me up. Like they had like fire pits, like three fire pits. You know where the carts get parked at Dauphin, like in front yeah. of number one tee box. Like they had three fire pits there, and then they had a tent tour by 18 Green with like DJ music and like what? It was sick, man. Honestly, it was like unreal. <laughs> Chess and flavor what? Who's a? Uh, it was Lord purchased. Lord. All my decorations were purchased by someone else. I just decorated it. I can't. It was a blow up doll. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was, it was like a seashell or something. I don't know. What was. Uh, like what was the format? Like a scramble? Well, it was actually supposed to be uh, groups of ten. And then uh, two-person alternate shot, so five teams of two alternate shot. But we just did two groups of five scramble because it was like we were just crushed, obviously. Just go on. Yeah. Had to work the next morning, so that was awful. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sounds like a typical but, Saturday morning. <clears throat> if you can't work hungover, you shouldn't be working, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and then uh, watched a bit of the tournament on the weekend. Uh didn't get to watch on Sunday. Uh, I was golfing at Clear Lake actually in a in a practice round when everything was going down. Looked like a pretty wild playoff, eh? Did anybody watch it? Just on Twitter. Just tw- yeah, same thing. Willie Z stuck Willie in the rocks. Z. Pretty uh, bold move to yell that out after that putt on eighteen. What are they going to say now? Who do you oh. think you are? I am. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> it's pretty good to see though. I I really like that guy. I do too. Yeah. He's going to tie a little bit into what we're going to talk about with decade. Is that what it's called? Do we know yeah. why it's called decade? Is that like an abbreviation for something? Has to be. It was. Um, it, uh, distance, yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah, I'll come up with it. It's There's a reason it's called decade. You guys um, uh, touch on that. Speaking of Glow Golf, uh, I don't know if Harley's in the, in the chat tonight or watching right now, but um, inspired by Dauphin Lake uh, Glow Golf. We're actually going to do something out of Rossman Lake on September long weekend. So we got the glow balls ordered. We got uh, 60 of them coming in. So we won't have 150 golfers, but we're going to try to get uh, at least 10 teams and and uh, go out there. Might be a little bit later or earlier, I mean, at that time of year, maybe 10. And it's just so sick. Like they had uh, glow sticks all the way through, like, like to get to the next hole, obviously they had to make a path, right? Because it's pitch black. And you kind of have to have lights on the cart. I don't know. It helped a lot when we were hitting. But lots of people probably didn't because they had rentals. So I don't know how it would have been like that. Oh. It, was, it made it a little easier with the uh, with the cart lights behind you. Yeah. Um, well, they weren't, they weren't even going to allow us to have carts on the course for that. But uh, we talked them into letting us do carts if you have lights only. So there won't oh, be yeah. any rental carts available so if you're planning on coming we haven't really promoted it at all yet we're just waiting yeah. to finalize a few things why are you making it'd, that face no it'd be tough to do walking 
No, I know. That's kind of why have I to have a light or else don't. Yeah. Cause especially if we're going to do all par threes like that, you'd be walking quite a ways between holes and stuff like that. And I think it'd just mm-hmm. be a mess. See, the thing that made it a little easier in Dolphin, I guess, was that you kind of just stuck close to the clubhouse. Like you didn't have to go to the far ones. Oh, here we go. Good old Rossman. Uh, Mr. Rossman guns. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kicked him out. <laughs> the boys are loose. <laughs> Well, uh, while George has gone, I'll, I'll run a quick ad here. Uh, everybody probably notices I'm not wearing a King Golf hat for the first episode in history. Uh, this is uh, Uta Travel. It's uh, our good buddy Bryce Hancherick's uh, <laughs> travel company. He's got uh, fired up. It's going to be going. Uh, it's it's group trips, and it's going to be going again this winter. So uh, check him out on, on uh, Instagram at uh, E-U-D-A Travel. That's uh, Uta Travel. Is that the sponsor for tonight or what? What did I miss? No, I, I said while, while you're gone, I, I figured I might as well get a uh, shout out to Bryce. Uh, definitely will be taking advantage of his trips. Hopefully shortly. Life's kind of been a shit show lately, but once he gets up and running, I'd like to take a trip to uh, Bali with him. Bali, Bali, Bali. I think, I think Bali. I think it's yeah. Bali. Bryce ordered it's one Bali. of the vests today. So he's, oh, did uh, he? What's that? Did he? Yeah, nice. Yeah. He's on the, the next order of vests. Those things sold out pretty fast. They look uh, sick. They're pretty yeah, nice. Pretty I got a goofy nice. one coming for the time rack. I think I'll just wear it every day, even if it's hot. Just have to. Just it, no shirt. Poof daddy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going back into Aladdin mode. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie had, uh, we wore navy suits for uh, Rigo's wedding, for the wedding party. And uh, he had a vest with his. He was lucky enough to have a vest. And that was the only thing that he was wearing by the end of the night. So <laughs> he was he looked a lot he resembled Aladdin quite a bit. <laughs> and even tried flying on the magic carpet at the end of the night. <laughs> Amongst Dal's mayhem. Oh yes. So uh back to quickly back to the glow golf there. I think Carly and I are gonna start promoting it and Rigo, obviously. Uh, this weekend. So if anybody's listening now and wants to get in on it, like I said, we're probably going to have a maximum of 10 teams and probably three or four are already spoken for. So if you have any interest in coming out to Rossman for the night, uh, I got a couple extra beds here and What's uh, the format? it should be a good time. We're just going to do four man scramble. Part threes, everybody will have, each team will have six glow balls and they'll get to keep them after. And, uh, Pretty easy to find. Once you hit these balls, you have six minutes, I think, to find them. Um, and cool. so you should be able to do that on a par three, you would think. So you're just playing par threes? We're just going to set up every – we're just going to put tee box, like, in the middle of the fairway and stuff. Oh, gosh, gotcha. like so that. just a par three tourney? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what they did in Dauphin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can't okay. really hit those balls with drivers. So. Gotcha. I think you can, but it's not good for the driver because they're so hard from what, yeah. what McCall said. Oh, uh, gotcha. Well, these weren't uh, the glow balls that we're going to have, Drew. No. Um, if anybody watching on here, on I guess, can Twitter comment on here or no? I don't think so. No. I'm not sure. Anybody in the chat, if you've ever played uh, glow golf before, um, let us know how it went and if there's any suggestions you have for us because uh, it's our first time doing it. Harley has a big, huge speaker. It's like a JLB, I think it is. Is that right? JLB? JBL. JBL. Um, so we're going to have the same kind of thing in the parking lot before we're going to do a closest to the pin from hundred yards on hole nine for 10 bucks each. And the winner will get the pot. And, uh, that's about, that's about it. 
Trevor Dickey's in the house tonight. He's playing. He's got some shitty tea times, he said. He's got uh, the last tea time on Saturday at 1, and then the first tea time on Oof. Sunday off 10. Uh, nice. Yeah. I thought ours were not ideal, but that sucks. Ours would have been dog shit if there was a social. There's no social this year? Not social supper. No, not, again, it's not. Oh, that's kind of shitty. Well, it been, RT, uh, well, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm guessing. That's no good. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, crazy. that's Trev, that's the one we had on the weekend. But uh, the ones that Jor has, uh, Mikel has them. I don't know how the hell they work, actually. There must be something in the center of it. I don't know either. Once you hit them, they light up. Magic. Jor, mm. remember yeah, that yeah. night? Remember that night when we were playing? <laughs> and mine was dead? Yeah. So I ran up to it, and of course, we're not sober. And I just, I think I talked about this on here, maybe, eh? I don't know. And I, like, went, like, up to, like, my, up over my shoulders with the club and, like, tried to hit it with my wedge. And when I did that, like I tried to wake it up before I hit it to see if it would work. Because you have to hit it to, to get it going. And I didn't know if it would go or not. So I tried it. And when I did that, it hit like the back of the wedge and just shot straight into my shin, just like directly <laughs> right onto the shin bone. Just like a huge goosebump right away. <laughs> this is my nightmare. Just an idiot. I thought maybe you're talking about your pecker there for a second, hitting it to wake it up. Oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy. Love tap. Uh, I've never played Cartwright before, but apparently they got a nice little track there. At uh, Cartwright, Taylor Bramwell used to be uh, used to be a frequent there. Uh, so Trevor's talking about the balls, glow stick in the middle. How does that work? Like, couldn't the glow stick fall out of there? Or? Yeah, yeah, you can't hit it. Uh, it has to be like straight up. Oh, really? That'd be kind of annoying, no? Yeah. Yeah. So it worked okay. Yep. Nobody lost him. If you hit them, like if you hit them with the glow stick down, obviously the they fly out. Carl, Cam, like if they're you, across, if you hit are those them, glow balls too? They must be. If they have something in it, they must glow. But I've seen those before on like TikTok where you can just like steer it into the hole. Jason Earl has some pretty cool shit out of Glenlee. Those carts and stuff. I don't Usually, know. Are those carts still there? I think so. I saw an ad on Facebook today with them. I've always wanted to try them, but every time I've tried, they've been sold. They've been rented out. But also, I've wow. never seen them on the course when I was there. So yeah, I seen them yeah, they're like those scooters, or, or no, no, they they're like, like quads, quads. They're bikes. I thought. Yeah, they're, they're like, like motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> cool. Cam Smith withdraw from this week. Go Here on. you go. That's so shitty, man. See ya. God, that sucks. Okay, this is what I was going to talk about. I thought about it tonight. So, pretty well every player who's had any kind of drama in the last uh, five years on the PGA Tour has left. Yeah, they did that. They did that this year too, Bryce. Okay, pay attention, Rigo. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Pretty much every villain, everybody who's been criticized, everybody who's done anything to raise the attention has left for live. Bryson, Brooks, Patrick Reed, Kevin Na, uh, Sergio, Ian Poulter. Basically all the villains except for DJ. have, And DJ obviously had that shit back in like 08 or 09, whenever it was. When he had yeah, the DJ was a surprise to me for sure. I wouldn't call him a villain though. 
DJ, no. no but everybody else, like, those are the guys that have been screwing around. It's, it's kind of crazy how everybody... Like, is there anybody left that would be a shit disturber on the PGA? Were they really screwed around, though, or were, was just the media making Maybe. something out of nothing? Maybe. Sorry, Either way, I'm saying... I'm just saying that's those are the guys that were in the yeah, media. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point, actually. <clears throat> I never thought about that actually till tonight. But Gooch, what did he do? Nothing. What's his What's his name? Taylor. I think the spot between the balls and the ass, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you're gonna have to explain golf board unless you guys have heard of it before. Golf board? Oh, that's probably that's like shuffleboard. Board. Oh, hey, that's probably that surfboard that you get on and put your clubs on the back. Mm. Yeah, but with like the handle on the front. Yeah, no, it's like, but it's, it's like a scooter it's sideways. I think you ride like with one arm like that. When that guy eats shit. Yeah, yeah. that's a good oh, video. Oh, online. that's a good video. Because it was like Dregs used to have one of those. It was like started the round and then like four beers in and the guy just topples over. Who, James? Parade. Me a dagger. Did you see that, Rio? Yeah, I, I said that, that was like that was like parade of carts. They did that this year too. Yeah. That's, That's pretty hilarious. sweet. We went by listening to uh, Edwin Diaz's trumpet song. In our cart. <laughs> Did How you good have is lights that? On yours so too? Good. Hey? Did you have lights on yours? I told you. I had like hanging disco balls and then the inflatable and lights all around. And then like uh, Tyler's cart has purple underglow. Like it's for his daughters. And it's like that fluorescent purple oh, underglow. That's sick. That's it was sick. pretty cool, yeah. I, I showed you those. Well, I sent you those pictures. Those are sweet, eh? Yeah, those are unreal. I thought those were from uh, Rossman at first. James, are you, came in. are you talking about the uh, ones with the glow sticks in the middle? Can you see it on here? Yeah. yeah. Not good. Yeah, you're in the back, good. right? Uh, yeah. With the shit on top? That's tires with the pineapple on it. Why do you have a inflatable on the back? I don't know because we had them. Look at the moon in the background. It was such a bright night. It's sick. I th- I thought it was better if there's no moon though. From what I've heard. Well, maybe. Motorized skateboard. Yeah, yeah. James, are you talking about the balls with uh, the glow sticks in the middle, or the balls where you have to hit them to wake them up? Okay, so glow golf <laughs> apparently is a big uh, big hot big topic discussion. Hey, I'll show you guys this. This was the start here. I, I forgot I took this video. For real. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, pretty, shit. pretty sick, eh? Yeah, it looks unreal. Is that big bad Ray? Yeah. <clears throat> what yeah, they put on a good show, man. It was really good. Yeah, it's nice when you got a fundraiser out there, and especially for the lake, like it's a no-brainer to go out there and golf, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. The only thing that I didn't know that I guess everybody else knew there, like, it's a, it's a social. Like, I, I wouldn't plan on going to a social and working the next day, you know. Like, I went there with full intention, like being home by midnight, and we we're golfing till two a.m. Oh, <laughs> what? So if you're gonna play in a glow tournament, like, book off the next morning. Bring a pillow. Bring a pillow. <laughs> All what right. What else we got? Uh, 
I had a few things written down, but we're already 25 in here, and we got the Tamarack to get into still. How about, um, speaking of Patty Reed, how about him uh, suing Brandel Shambly? <laughs> for 750 schmil. Really? Yeah. 750 million? Yeah. Hey, shoot for the stars and... Holy... God, that guy sucks. Dude, what happens. a fucking loser. You see his lawyer? Yeah, apparently he like he does this all the time, this lawyer. Yeah, it's unreal. The whole thing's like, it's out of a movie. Like, it's unreal. And then like, the one thing I saw today was everybody was like, how about the fucking Netflix show is filming all this, too? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wonder if... So, nah, wouldn't. You think, you think the Netflix will be in on the, the Tiger meeting with the boys? I don't think so. I doubt it. That'd be pretty sick, though. Maybe not in the actual room, but I bet you there would be, like, around. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Roy Monstrosity. <laughs> she was doing that shit when I was, when I was him. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Did you see Rory's quote today about Tiger? Yeah. I don't think so. The alpha? I, re- I retweeted it there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lionel Hutz or uh, what's that <laughs> better call, Saul? Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty apparent that whenever we all get in the room, there's an elf in there, and it's not me. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the Tamara quickly, uh, I did forget to mention this. At the at the Rossman tourney, it was the best and the worst. So everybody hit the tee shot and uh, took the best ball from there. The teams played it. Everybody played their own ball into the hole. Um, so it actually was really good. A lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, it was kind of hard to, to put yourself in that mindset because usually, you know, you hit a good tee shot, you're in the fairway and somebody puts one on the green, then you can just kind of go for it. Right. And it probably took two or three holes before we realized that we were having to play our own balls into there. Like even the first hole guys were hitting their second shots, like they would be playing a scramble they didn't realize that they had to play their own ball from there. Oh yeah, yeah. And for like the first three or four holes, I had to remind Barry every second shot that that's the format, right? Cause you're just so used to playing in scrambles where you can just whack away if you got one in play basically. Um, but it was a really cool format. So we're going to d- definitely do that again next year. And uh, hopefully same location, same time ish. Cause it's a good time for uh, the farmers out here. Everybody's kind of in between right now and uh, worked out. So that's that. <clears throat> we were playing uh, the Gary Brown one year, and <laughs> we were playing with these guys that had never played in the tournament before. And, and on number, we started on number two, and one guy, like they're both right-handed, and one guy hooked it on the whole ten, like on, like on the rough on the left side of ten, like all the way across ten. Like and the other path. guy was a, yeah, and uh, the other guy was on seventeen, so they. They drove over there and picked his ball up and then went over to the guy on full uh, <laughs> 10. And then, so then uh, me and Drags were playing together and we're like, uh, it's uh, best ball, not scrambling. The guy made a seven on the first hole. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I wonder how many people confuse best ball with scramble. Oh, everyone. tons. Tons. It's a pet peeve yeah. of mine. Yeah. Glow sticks in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Because these ones seem to be fine that we were playing with Reggie, like then Rossman that one night. Yeah. Probably shouldn't hit a driver, though, so. No, I hit three when I probably shouldn't have, but. Did you? Yeah, on nine. 
Okay, let's get into the town. Let's do uh, a couple of these, and then we'll maybe take a little breather somewhere in between, and we'll talk about that decade decade golf and how it might apply to Clear Lake. I've been trying to uh, comprehend it in my own head, but Rigo apparently has a little bit different thoughts on it than I do, so we'll discuss. Um, do, you want, do you guys got it in front of you, this stuff? Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Reggie, start. Go. So these are kind of, uh, it's going to be a mixture of, I we didn't put all of them on here, some of them were just kind of joke ones, so. Yeah, uh, fun, fun facts. Are, yeah, some of them are stories, facts, tips, tricks. A couple really good ones in here, actually, that I was, <clears throat> I've never thought of before, so. So the first one's from Thomas Friesen. Um, he said, uh, I watched three guys play hole 12 and a total of five shots in 2021 at the Tamarack, including a Pete LePage ace. That's wild. That is wild. Absolutely wild. Crazy tough hole and then five five strokes. There's usually at least one ace a year, hey, at the Tamarack? Usually a couple, no? Yeah. Or are you just saying on that hole? No. no. Overall. There's usually Probably one or two. One or two, yeah. I would say one or two for sure. Um, Pete LePage, seeing that name still gives me night terrors. <laughs> is that Matt's dad? Yeah, yeah. Pistol Pete. Uh, I think he's got a one or two perfect a... uh, games on the bowling alley too. <laughs> just a, he's just a stud. He's just yeah. a weapon. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got our boy Jaron Kyle. Jaron says, uh, "Don't go long on thirteen. Aim for the bottom left part of the green on nine. Two uphill putts and get the hell out of there." Okay, so this is one that I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into because I've never heard this strategy before. Which? How do you go on nine? Really? Bottom left, yeah. How come you never shared with me? Oh, I thought it was like uh common all. Yeah. I always attack and it always ends in terror. <laughs> <laughs> I always attack. I do, man. Oh, well, it's because it's you're sitting on the, the higher slope there and you're just like, man world's my oyster here and then i always yank one right i have so much adrenaline there and i'm always in that top bunker i must have a record for times being in that bunker up there i fucking hate that hole. you always seem to hit good shots out there though yeah i know but still stupid to be you in stay there. out of there yeah so i was thinking about that too because jaron said uh bottom left i mean you're kind of sewered if you're bottom left there because then you're gonna have to go if the pins at the left side then you're kind of hooped back there but worst case, I mean, being left down there is a lot better than being right, I think, right? Because oh, you're, you're going to end up left anyway. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Just get there to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I was thinking, or I was saying too, usually not so much in the stroke play format, but in the match play, you usually have lots of adrenaline there because it's, you know, it's a big hole. Sometimes you're finishing mm -hmm. there sometimes or a playoff. So there's a tendency, obviously, when you have adrenaline to hit it a little bit further too. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's it's always when you get into trouble there is when you're long or right. to tug it too so it's tough for a lefty because that's the to pull it in the yeah. back right corner and then like when you got adrenaline you mean yeah yeah get or trying long. to close it around and yeah yeah so and then, and then you actually just end up uh bending one of your favorite putters ever hitting a 300 yard drive into the water trying to close out around there <laughs> i think that happens anyways so Marcus says 12 is the hardest hole at Clear Lake. 
I feel like a lot of guys have that same thought. It shouldn't never... be though, man. I don't know. It's it's a it's a mental game. Like it's not that hard of a hole, really. No. But no, but... but it is. If they push the tee back and it goes from a wedge to a seven iron, True. that hole gets tough. Because it's a little yeah. shoot and you have one one place to land and that's on the green and nowhere else. Although they did flatten that out this year. At the uh, back? Uh front. Front left. They flattened oh, really? that right out. So there's a landing zone there short now. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, even if you landed a bit short, sometimes it would still funnel onto the green, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the best play or best option. Yeah, but that short left is okay with a with a pin down there too. Um, yeah. Uh, Jer's other parts are the uh, <clears throat> don't go long on 13. That ties into the Pete LePage. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end of my match against him. I I was in the driver's seat on that hole on no on 13, and I went long. Oh. And as soon as yeah, it gets over, it all, so dead. It kicked. I made a seven. Lost to a six. But There's a new bunker there, according to Trev. On 12? That must be part of the flattening, maybe. Maybe they put one front left and built it up a bit. New bunker. I don't know where else you'd put one there. Because there wasn't one left, right? And that, Or was there? Yeah, there was one left. Back left? Yeah, there was one. No, there was one. Maybe. Oh, back left. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't even notice it the other day. Holy God, am I stunned or what? Yeah. Well, nobody's back there, I guess. Like down? Like down in the trees? I didn't they see They put a bunker? No, they would put one to keep balls up there probably because that is stupid. But they would have had to build it all up though, right? Yeah. Because it was just dropped from the green. True. That can that can be horror or it can be an easy shot. It really depends on what the, where the tees are at and what the wind's up to. <clears throat> I can't <laughs> It's so easy to just let it slip down the side too, and when you're oh, down man. there, you're plucked. Yep. But I I wouldn't say a bunker shot out of the, I don't know. I guess it's easier than hitting out of the trees or up against that fence. Yeah. Okay, so that was a good one, Jer. I don't know if you'd ever listen to this, but I uh, appreciated that one. That was a good one for me to learn. Uh, Eric Waters with some groundbreaking uh, brilliant tip here. Don't hit the ball into the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Big if true. If if that's true, that's massive. That's a game breaker. Fuck. <laughs> Did he unlock the cheat code to golf? <laughs> we get next uh roddy rod mcleod uh don't worry if you stink on holes two six or seven was thinking about that one too six yeah i was just gonna say that six can't be a high scoring hole six is the par three mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a bit of a prick that hole is it well, just because you can't see the flag, maybe. I don't know. I have a good feeling about six this year. I think that there's like going to be either an ace from our group or something crazy is going to happen on six. Ooh. Call us right now. I went right at the bitch on uh, Sunday. We thought it was in from the tee, but I was like 10 feet short. How would you shoot there? Not good. No? No, it was kind of one of those rounds where all four of us kind of struggled and nobody could get anything going. It was weird. I, I agree. Six is pretty straightforward. Like, there's lots of room to the left, too. 
Um, yeah, I guess there is once you get up to the green, but from the tee, it doesn't look like it. Eh? You have to miss left there. You can't yeah, go right. Yeah. You can't go right. Right's all dead. Left's, left's an easy up and down to any pin. It is. And it kind of funnels down there too almost. Everything. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But when I used to draw the ball as a lefty, that hole was kind of torturous for me. Because if you're on the right side, you're either in that bunker or behind the bunker where you're even more screwed or on a tee box or on the cart path there. Yeah, I've been right. there a lot. Yep. That was my draw days though, but. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, two and seven, those are just real seven, especially. That's got to be one of the harder holes in Manitoba, in my, in my opinion. Well, it's harder than five. Yeah. And five are five. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is harder. Yeah. Way harder. Yeah. So, like the scoring average on four, on five has to be lower than seven. Probably would be. Yeah. I bet you it would be. Like not to par, but like overall strokes. Yeah. I bet you it would be. We should get one of the Tamarack committee members to calculate that this year, if possible. It'll be a lot. Think so? Uh, Got to be technology for I guess that. We or... just, yeah, I guess it's all my golf genius now. So. Are they using Beef Sap again or not? Nah? I'm not sure. Maybe Roscoe's in the chat tonight. Roscoe, are you using Beef's thing still or not? Nah? That was kind of a chit show. Uh, drums. Uh, we got Sean Rickman says, hole 10 crow, beware. And I can second that. What, uh, do you remember what his name is? Like Norm or something. Yeah, it's something Frank or something like that. But Someone, he's someone in the chat will Because somebody sent us that picture of it one time. Who the hell was it? Yeah. But he snabbed Rubes' uh, hot dog the one day. Yeah. Well, first the sandwich, man. <laughs> remember? Uh, yeah. He bought a sandwich when we were, when we were paying to golf on the first hole, the yeah. fringe, and he's like, "I'm gonna save it for the back." And then they're like, uh, "Watch out for Frank." Do you need anything at uh, at the turn? He's like, "No, I had a veteran move. I grabbed a sandwich before we started, and then all of a sudden we turn, turn around, around, and the 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 crow's got his sandwich, his mouth flying across the road, and he drops on the road. So then he goes back and buys a smoky, and he's he's putting up on ten green, and then." And the, the crow only took his uh, the the smoky part of it, left the bun, and the roof is just <laughs> sitting on his hands. <laughs> and then you look in the bush around there, and there's, like, just debris from everything oh, yeah. that fucking bird's got in his life. Yeah. Did somebody shoot that fucking old. thing? Is that crow active in the Tamarack, or is there too many people there? <laughs> is he active? <laughs> I mean, there's always crows around there, but I don't think they have the balls to – because there's always just so much going on there. Frank takes holidays for the Tamarack or what? Oh, I got you. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess just a warning for anybody watching this potentially who has never been to the Tamarack. Yeah. Or has never seen the crows. Just make sure your food's covered on 10, like tucked away in your uh, console there. Because otherwise the crow will be flying away with it. And did he get somebody, I think he got my chips one time. Yeah, too. he did. Doritos. Yeah. Little prick. Dumped them all over the 11th fairway. Yeah. One of the best things I've ever seen. I think we were Siggy that day, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, this next one is from uh, one of the fellows in the chat tonight, Marcus Freeze. I think it's it's got to be Freeze, right? Freeze. Boomer. We know him better by. But uh, he says you do not need to hit driver, like literally anywhere. <laughs> Which I tend to agree with. Yeah, that's not... Um, terrible advice. 
But this might be a good segment to talk about the decade golf formula because that says the exact opposite of that. See the what does freeze right? Decade says the exact opposite of that. Okay, hold on. Basically, says if the fairway's seventy yards wide, right? You hit driver. You hit driver. Which I completely understand and would agree. You guys hear what's going on in the background here? Like, like, is there cats mating? Going, Hank's going insane. I don't know what the hell's going on. He's back in the house with vengeance. <laughs> I might so, throw yeah, him out the again. Decade, the the decade thing overall is just like basically t- looking at golf differently, more mathematically, statistically versus like feel stuff, right? It's money. It's money ball for golf. Right. Exactly. Money ball for golf. So this guy talks about how. If the fairway, or not even the fairway, the distance between hazards or the bush where you would lose a ball, anywhere you'd lose strokes, the distance between one side or the other, if it's more more than 70 yards, hit a driver? Yeah, 70 or more, I think, yeah. Which none of the ones at Clear Lake are. Other well, than there five. are some. Yeah, there five. is. There are some. Yeah, five. Five, eight. Four. No, four. eight wouldn't be. Maybe eight. Four would be. I don't 15, know. Like eight, you can, 16. Eight, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. You can look. I checked out a few holes on Google Earth. I downloaded it on my phone the other day. And you can zoom into. So you, you actually can go to the golf course. And you can look at the overhead view of the course. And you can select a spot. And then uh, you click add spot or something. And then you measure it to a different spot and then you click that and it shows you the exact distance it's Mm -hmm. in miles i'm sure you could change that but right uh or not miles meters um so So, the ones i looked at none of them were over 70 yards wide so i I didn't mean uh i didn't necessarily mean the tee shots at clear lake i guess i have like uh although i will say this i'll talk about toff and gilbert after but um i was more so meaning the don't attack flags at Clear Lake because if you do, like that's the second part of it. So before we go any further, I looked it up before uh, what decade stands for. And it uh, it makes it a lot easier to understand when you know what it stands for. So it's distance, expectation, correct target, analyze, discipline, execute. Is what right, so it's not necessarily like there's more to it than just hit driver at 70 yeah, uh, it's like just a bunch of motivational terms. Well, it's essentially just hitting the best percentage shot that you have to hit, mm-hmm. like to succeed, right? Like if you if you have a shot where if I hit it a hundred percent, if I hit the best shot I can, I'm going to end up within ten feet of it. Or if I do this other shot where I have more chance of success at it, go that route. Like, because you're what? How often do you hit your shot a hundred percent? And, and also the other thing was, uh, like, if there's 70 yards where the driver is and 70 yards where you'd lay up with a four-iron, then you might as well hit the driver because you you yeah. don't really know where the ball is going to go anyways. That's what it says. Pro golfers don't even know where it's going to go, and then you can't expect yourself to know 100% either. And, like, they talked, like, for short par fours, like, if if guys are in the vicinity of, of driving the green, go for it. Because mm-hmm. chances are you're going to make a better shot with your chip, like chipping, than you are from hitting a 100 yard yeah. shot. 
that's one of the um, <clears throat> things that I was most confused about too is like um, most people that's a common misconception I think in golf is like the 50 40 yard you consider that a chip I guess right versus like a wedge they're talking like 100 yards 120 yards I'm guessing right. Like yeah. they're not talking 10 yards off the green because that wouldn't really be a chance. Yeah, they are because it's at number 10 at Oakmont, I think it was. No, Riviera. Riviera? Yeah. Whatever it is, because the green's so hard, it's like impossible to chip, but they still said you have a better chance of getting the chip up and down than you do hitting from 100 yards. Yeah. Because you're not going to blast over the back of the green with a chip is what they and said. And like the guy said, like it is pretty well just uh, like duh information. But it's the discipline portion of it. Oh man, what he drives, right? But like, I also did like in that podcast, like Rappaport was like, "That's not how golf courses are designed to be played. Like, that's not golf in some yeah. people's minds, obviously." And, and what did he I, say though? I completely get that too. And the guy was like, "I don't give a fuck. I'm going to score. <laughs> <laughs> score good." So uh, just to bring it in, I like I did it. Uh, Last Tuesday in Gilbert, this Tuesday in Gilbert, and Monday in Dauphin. And I haven't shot, like, very good for the last month and a half. And I was 73 in Gilbert last Tuesday and then 70 in Dauphin and 71 in Gilbert last night. Just by using, like, the <clears throat> aiming for the middle of the green, like, if I know I'm going to draw it, give myself a leeway on the left side of the hole. You know what I mean? So however far I could miss a draw if I really overcook it, right. give myself that much on the other side. And the worst case, I'm just at the pin or just on the other side. But if I hit it good, I'll be like 10 feet to the left of the hole or 15 feet to the left of the hole, which is still a makeable putt. You take your chance with that 10 or 15 footer, right? right Not yeah. necessarily going after every flag like you normally do when you're out there. And it changes things so much, honestly, when you just eliminate that the short-sided shot, man, it's – it's that's a, that's a huge one at Clear Lake, too. Huge. Huge. Every course, man. If you could just eliminate short-siding yourself and leave those easy up and downs, it's such an easy game. Like, I know it sounds – but it just is. It's just – I don't know. One thing, too, that I think a lot of people could learn a lesson from is uh, – sorry, I'm going to touch on uh, Boomer saying here in a second, but about hitting the same shot. I mean, like most people that we would play with, for the most part, do usually just hit the same shot. Um, but right. he's talking like eight to ten handicappers, and we, we know a lot of those guys. Right. And I have played with guys, including myself, who, you know, if the hole goes uh, left to right, I'll try to hit a draw or something like that. I might not do it in the Tamarack, but I've definitely been known to do it. Um, so his thing was just basically hit the same shot every time with your driver. Don't try to get cute with it because you're not good enough to do it. Mm -hmm. End of the day. <clears throat> and, uh, a lot of the times, you know, for me, he's absolutely right. A, a draw turns into a snap hook pretty quickly, a, a double cross, or it turns into a push fade because you you uh, bail on a last second, right? Right. Um, so, the double cross is like the worst. That's when you hit balls out of bounds, and that's when you yeah. lose balls. Right. Really. So Boomer's talking here. What I want to talk about here, because he said that there's a 90-degree rule where you can basically take one stroke and take it to the middle of the fairway. Um, as opposed to a lost ball like normal anywhere on the anywhere outside the lines. So do you hit the do you hit your driver on 10 then boomer or not? Nah? Because it's the same rule there. And I've thought about that theory a thousand times before. 
And uh, I don't know. I just have a hard time doing it, especially first shot of the day. There's not, there's not enough room up there. Not on 10, no. Bruce North, <sighs> Bruce North used to do it, but. Manitoba Ag Map to do that. Is that a is that online or on an app or something? Because I had a hard time doing it on my laptop. I didn't have the right software apparently, but my phone worked for Google Earth. You have to download the app. Uh, <laughs> number ten. I actually hit a uh, a driver there in a scramble. I was playing there. Yes, exactly. What Boomer saying? Um, I was actually up like probably a third the way up the hill with the tee shot because you, you can't fly it all the way there. So it gets stuck into the side of the hill there. And then you're yeah. on that, like, like so often at Clear Lake, you get the ball oh, above your feet or ball yeah. below your feet. That's what makes that course so hard is adjusting to all the slopes as well. Mm-hmm. So you get your, get yourself in a spot like that there. And that is a tough wedge shot from the ball below your feet or above your feet on that hole. That's another thing I was thinking about too, because I was looking at a few of those holes and yeah, some of them are borderline 60 to 70 yards wide, but the way the clear lakes set up usually is you only have about 40 yards inside of that. And if, if you're on the t- outside 10 yards it's rolling out because it's just like this. A lot of the holes anyways. It slopes. Yeah. Well, it either slopes one way or the other usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes it even harder. But, yeah, I don't know how many times I'll bring out my driver. I was thinking about bringing out a lot, but I'll probably bitch out at the last second and just – I don't know. I've been him. I've been ripping my forearm, so it might stick to that. I can relieve my driver into often, to be honest with you. I hit it like twice in those two rounds on Monday and Tuesday. But I texted oh. Patty again. I tried to get more loft. Did you guys get this? If you increase your loft on your driver – what would you think it would do? Make you draw or fade it? Uh, draw. Really? Fade. What would make you say that, drums? Because he knew that you were thinking the other way. Um, Playing reverse psychology. Like that's a yeah, mind, me, that's a let me actually let me actually think about it though. Well, you froze him. You frozen drums? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that because I knew you were going to say fake. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, exactly. Because um, <laughs> uh, I texted Patty and I was like, man, like, uh, I got to figure that driver out. Like, I'm just like, uh, yeah, it does close the face trap. Yeah, um, well, it. But you'd think you're opening it so it, it would. No, it opens the face, right? No, it doesn't. It closes it. It's I don't know how it works, but it does. That's I, I Googled it after just to make sure Patty knew what he was talking about, which I figured he did, but I wanted proof check his work you always have to audit anyway so i i was like for three rounds i was just hitting like a big like roping draw and i was i was trying to fade a little bit and i'm like what the hell is going on with this club like i was i thought i had the yips before the tamarack and then when i talked to uh patty he said yeah that's just from what you changed so i'll change yeah. it back to how it was and maybe go well, for one last round him. we should get him on to like explain this because i I'm so baffled by it. Well, we got boys in the chat here doing it for us. So, uh, should we keep moving on with the Tamarack tips? Sure. So, this is a big. Oh, no, never mind. Uh, Rigo, you go. Rigo, you go. Jesus. I think I went last one there with uh, Boomer. So, Josh House says, uh, take a look back at 17 from the 18th tee. 
for like perspective. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty Just, cool. Well, I mean, everybody takes pictures from the 17th tee, and it's kind of like a it's a really nice hole, but he's right. Like when you look at that hole backwards, it's so much nicer. Um, Josh House also should give a shout out to them. He's uh one of the guys doing the fast hands apparel out of Estevan there. You guys seen that? Oh, yeah, 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 lots. So I think him and uh, I think Boomer too, actually, maybe. I don't know. I was talking to Hags today and he was talking about it. So shout out to those boys. They're doing really good work. <clears throat> I like the the design of it and they seem to be pretty active. So it's impressive. Uh, drums, you're out, buddy. Jay Thiessen says, keep it in play. Uh, former Tamarack champ, Jay Thiessen. Also a new company, golf company, though. Uh, Prairie Golf Company. I think it's him and Loon, Lunar, and yeah. uh, they got some some head covers that Jay's going to be rocking for uh, the Tamarack, so they look pretty damn sharp. Hopefully, uh, he'll be playing in the finals again. Maybe we'll do it. We'll have a Rigo Jay uh, finals, sure. uh, Prairie Golf versus King Golf. Uh-oh. It'd be fun. Would be fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the thing about the Tamarack, is like, especially the first two rounds. It's like the only time of the year where you track your scores from. You know, you can't like take a triple max or whatever. Like, right? You're you're there's no maxes in the Tamarack, which is for a lot of amateur players is the biggest shock. And also having to putt one foot putts under pressure. Oh boy. Yeah. True. Yeah, Boomer is uh, involved with the fast hands. They got some good stuff there. They're a hockey brand, though, but uh, doing some good stuff out there in Estevan. Or I guess you'd say Saskatchewan. I don't know if it's limited to Estevan, but that's their their home base, I think. Uh, Marty Minchel. This is what I wanted to talk about because this is something that I struggle with personally, and I'm hoping to have a better year this year. But Marty says... uh, Eight iron bump instead of high loft on hole 17. And Boomer said the same thing, actually. Maybe we'll just talk about both right now. Boomer said, uh, don't hit the lob wedge on 17, even though it's the right yardage. Uh, Less spin to win. This is a hard one for me. Interested to know what the the consensus is in the chat. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I need to hit about 20 practice shots with an eight iron or like a pitching wedge before I could commit to that. I've just played that other shot so many times. No, I don't know. I've never had like success with any club, no matter what club it is. So maybe that's what I got to do is try this bump eight iron business. Cause like, what is it? 85, 95 yards, depending where the, the the stakes are at. It's probably 90 to 110. Yeah. So I think it's 120. My 56, that's kind of like a three-quarter 56 down to a half 56, and it's just I'm a mess on that hole no matter what the distance is. I'd say between 17 and 10, those got to be the biggest controversies for what yeah. hit off the tee. I don't know. Some guys play – I mean, it kind of depends, right? Like, But the thing is, like, I love my wedge. It's probably the strongest part of my game, and I still just can't seem to figure that part of it out. Um, the, the thing that worries me is if I like hit an eight iron or something and chunked it, and then you just look like a complete dummy. You rip one right at the T box on 18, somebody's skull. Yeah. Reggie's been quiet here. He, he doesn't have, uh, 
he doesn't have that issue. No. Well, he's got two aces there, so he knows two what he's aces. Uh, probably that's probably the hole that I buried the most, like at Clear Lake of all time. Nuts. But thing is, talk about people laughing. People always laugh at the way I hit wedges. Like I, I really forward press and really. Whatever I do with my wedges, it looks well. You have your hands way ahead, and you hands way ahead, forward press, deal off it. But like on a shot like that, man, that hole at Pleasant Valley, same type of shot, like straight oh, yeah. downhill. Those holes, like it's like the easiest shot for me. I just hit a 58, hood it, and it's like a three yeah. quarter swing where nothing can go wrong. It's not a full swing, it's not anything. It's just a little, it is a little wee back swing. It's just a little punch, but it keeps it. Going to where you're to the target, you're not taking anything else into consideration, if that makes sense. You're not trying to fly it just the right spot so it comes down. You're literally just hitting like a bullet right at the green, right? And there's Which no is spin. The same idea, right? Just yeah, exactly. Clubs. Just different clubs. And you're not hitting, there's no spin because you're not taking a full swing and throwing it up in the air. It literally just takes like one hop and just stops there. It's a way easier way to play the hole, like 10 times was- easier. I wish I could just take like a hundred balls and go out there one day. But the problem for me is I play this fucking hole a couple times a year and it's only in the Tamarack. And I mean, I have it in my head and my nerves are up and then it just like spirals. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I might just throw it. Is that, is it illegal to throw? (laughs) How many strokes does that cost you? I might just take the fill where he, uh, back hit it. Or I'll (laughs) use that one where, uh, what was it on t- on uh, TikTok? That rule where you just yeah, have to tee it up. Tee it up, yeah. So how does that work? If you tee it up ahead of the tee marker, right. so it's yeah. a two-stroke penalty. So just tee it up right in front of the hole right and lock it in. So you yeah. take one stroke and then you, you get a bird. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> take a sandwich, swing softer, and then you can take some spin off it. I mean, it probably works for for Lucas, and that works for you, Rigo. I think everybody just needs to find what works for them. The problem is, I just don't have the ability to do that. I don't play out there enough, and so I just think you bring in way more taking a full swing and hitting a big high lofted shot. I so agree. I agree. More trouble that has a lot of spin on it too, and just way more trouble that can happen. Gets yeah. up in the wind. It gets yeah. It's just not good. I'll figure it whatever. Out. It's all personal preference too. Yeah. One thing I tried to keep in mind last year, and I think that I actually played the hole pretty good, was uh, I figured out how how long the green is. Like, it doesn't look that long from up there, but, like, if it, it, everything just looks so small from up there. But when you actually consider that it's, like, a 40-yard green, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I should be able to hit a 40-yard green. Like, I'm a decent wedge player here. Like, so yeah. not an issue. Just hit the green, right? Mm-hmm. But, so, okay, yeah. whatever. Old wedges, yeah. I got a Ben Hogan from uh, the '90s, Trev. So that's not an issue for me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll uh, I'll have some some to report for uh, next week on how my 17s went. It's like the only thing I'm scared out on that whole course is that hole. So stupid too. It makes no sense. Yeah, I know it does. But whatever. That's pretty much it. Uh, Rigo, maybe talk about uh, Joel's comment here, and then. <laughs> wrap things up no we played each other in the constellation sammy's last year i think and yeah he hit some pretty loose wedge shots 
So he just said, uh, <laughs> Joel Joel won, won the, the, was it Prairie Mountain? No. Yeah. Don't forget how to hit your wedges halfway through the round against Reg. So, I, yeah, I, I don't exactly remember how the match went, but I know that he struggled a bit on the back nine. So He was on the Carberry squad that won, wasn't he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Lekman? Yeah. Where was Bertie? I don't know. Probably didn't make the cut. Yeah, Bertie's a pretty good golfer. Must Is have he? a good squad, though, to beat Glenbro. But good for those guys. That's uh, that's good that they got that thing going again. Maybe we'll have to get Rossman Lake involved next year. We'll get uh, Chad Tanner, Harley, Dad out. Um, try to compete. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it. Unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about. Just pump for the weekend, man. You guys got uh, any predictions at all for the weekend? For the weekend? Tamara. What do you guys think? What do you guys predicting your uh, your rounds are going to be? Should we even put that out there? I'm not going on record. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I don't know either. It's hard to because as soon as you give yourself a number, you just kind of settle for that, or stress out about not hitting that. So, I want to shoot between par and three over total for two two rounds. Yeah. That would work. I'm just gonna have fun. Oh, speaking of that, Black Blackweed Brewing Company. Uh, good beer, really good beer. Maybe we'll Was get that. The Oak Lake one. Yeah, I feel like uh, Blackweed would be a much more doable sponsor than Spence Bros. Spence Bros. Been bro- blowing us off for a year here. I don't know if they've <laughs> even heard about it, but do you know how much pizza we've eaten over this? I had one tonight. Shocking. Yeah, that's actually so shocking. Rossburn Co-op has Spence Pros. I think I mentioned that last week. But they only had Supreme there this week. Really low inventory. Uh Top half of the field. That's pretty good goal, Trev. Uh, I think personally I've ranged from – I don't even know what my highest flight would be or my lowest flight, but it's usually between three and six. So I'm hoping to do better than that. I want to to hit my personal best this year because I've been playing some good golf. So we'll see what happens. Would you consider uh, <clears throat> would you consider winning the constellation of the championship higher than making it to the semis? No way. Mm. No. 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 Still searching for PB. <laughs> I, honestly, like scoring flights aside, the best thing that you can the best goal you can have at the Tamarack is playing Saturday. Play Saturday, yeah. Right. Because it's hard to do. I think I've only played one or two Saturdays in like 20 years. The the absolute best thing about the Tamarack, like for sure the best, is that lots of times you get you get uh, linked in with a buddy the first round, and you kind of – he's playing in yeah. the other match, and you kind of link up with him, and you both keep winning till the end. So you get to ride – like you ride with him all week, like – it's mm-hmm. it's unreal. I did Chad that with that Schneider the one year, and then I did that with uh, God. His name's gonna slip my mind. He's the plumber, Badger Creek Plumbing, I think. In in uh, Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about Chris something. No. Yeah, Chris Bridges. Yeah, That's, I golfed with him like every round last year, which was awesome. He's a unreal. You get to know somebody like that, right? It's a it's a sweet tournament for that reason. It is actually. 
that's an underrated part because a lot of guys play in the Tamarack and all they care about is like the first qualifying around with their buddies and then kind of lose interest after that. But you're right. If you, you can, if you start winning with a guy and just get to ride cars to them and then play them in the final or what in my case, usually lose out the day before, but um, it's pretty good stuff. Good for uh, meeting new people and um, shit like that. So yeah. Ches was quiet tonight. Ches, you ever play in the Tamarack, bud? <laughs> Why doesn't he? He'll get it right away. He I had a couple of uh, UC this written down. So oh, did he? Go, I got to throw yeah. them at you. What's here? Do you, do you guys remember Capri Suns? Yeah. Like the, the juice? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Do you see they got pulled because they were discovered to have pool cleaner chemicals in them? <laughs> <laughs> was it like Capri Sun? Like Capri Sun or something? What? Or what was it? Capri Sun. Like the one where you had to stick the – it was like a bag of juice. Yeah, like Kool Aid uh, jammers, but the first Kool Aid jammer. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say those are Kool Aid jammers, man. Those are so good. The jammers. Contamination. And then uh, this one, and I'm disappointed you didn't have this at your wedding, Reg. But did you see uh, Draymond Green? No. He he had a blunt rolling station at his wedding. <laughs> so he hired he hired a guy to like roll blunts for people. We actually, we actually, uh, like just. Not being serious, but having like a weed bar at the wedding. It wasn't funny. <laughs> you considered go up, it? Go up there. No. I said we just talked about it, like have pe- have pens out there, like disposable <laughs> pens if you want. And then like uh, edibles. That edibles actually would. I'm sure that'll happen one day. I don't know. You should have sure You should have mixed some random edibles in the candy. Yeah, bag. that's what we, we also talked about that. Somebody gets yeah. a surprise. <laughs> a grandma gets one. Yeah. <laughs> I always wondered that. Like those. Uh, like the weed weed stores and weed companies, excuse me, they have those pre rolls and stuff. Yeah, like there's people that just have a job rolling joint. Yeah, <laughs> sick. Like this sick. this guy at that guy's wedding probably sick. made like five grand just to roll joints. Oh, at least at least yeah. At Draymond's wedding, yeah. So he made twenty grand probably, yeah. and like tips from people. But I feel like working in the dungeon in manitoba rolling joints wouldn't have the same kind of appeal <laughs> yeah could you imagine the, like the, the oh, skin that would show up to apply for that job i saw this thing uh we should wrap this up but <laughs> it said it's funny how you can literally go into a weed store and like ask this guy like what like the just like the craziest name weed like it was like yeah. ooga booga <laughs> lemon kush or something and like no, that's what it was. I want something that uh, helps me do like yard work and then also helps me focus on this stuff. And he's like, oh, you need the Ooga Booga Lemon Kush. It has this and this and this. And he's like dead ass serious looking at you like. And it worked. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the last thing was uh, Tiger Woods is back on the cover of a video game. Yes. Uh, announced today he's the cover model. Is that what they're called? Cover athlete. Cover guy. For 2K23. Which I think comes out right away again. Is that going to yeah. be on PS3? Yeah. <laughs> no, PS4. Uh, I'm still rocking the PS3. Mike V told me <laughs> after I watched Grind last week. Oh, Grind, such Grind, a good movie. movie. Maybe the best movie ever. Um, <laughs> I watched it. And then Mike V told me that on PS Plus right now, for the month, Tony Hawk skateboarding is free. The new one? He's, no, the old one. 
He said it's like he said you go like back in time, like the game for like PlayStation One is available on PS4. But they re they like re released like the. I think it was the first two in like a bundle for like a new game, but like they redid the graphics and shit. Oh, for like that's the what it is then. That's yeah. what it is then. Yeah. He said it's free this month. Sick. All right. What what uh was was grind on Netflix or anything? Because I have the I have the DVD. Maybe I found it on Prime. Was that on uh Prime or Netflix? I think it was Prime that I found it on too. Because oh, I, I think have. we watched it like a couple months ago too. What an unreal soundtrack on that movie too. Is that not the most underrated film of all time, Grind? And not like underrated, but like literally nobody's seen it before. And those who have seen it, like love it. <laughs> like that's an all-time. <laughs> Stone to the bejesus, pal. <laughs> uh, kind of speaking to the Grind, I was watching, uh, I got halfway through it so far, but uh bam is on steve-o's podcast oh and, yeah like, there's a bunch of shit because he got he got kicked off with like the new jackass movie right so like they're kind of talking about that now he's just getting out of or just getting ready to get out of uh rehab and like what his plans are and shit and was he, it video version or audio yeah the, both okay. but like my point of view is he doesn't he should not be coming out of rehab yet no he looks and sounds like he's just Get me out of here so I can go get fucking loaded. Yeah, he looks fancy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Is he fill sized yet? He's very, very, very close. Yeah. Last time I saw a video him was probably two years ago when he was massive. He could hardly breathe. Yeah, like if you picture what? him in grind and then you see him now, it's like holy fuck. Grind was probably what 2004-ish? Probably yeah. at least 15 years ago, eh? Uh well, more because I saw today that um it's the 15 year anniversary of the release of Superbad. oh yeah that was cool seven six or seven yeah yikes yeah that was probably the last good comedy ever made yeah i agree super bad and then the world went woke but i think it's coming back i think the pendulum's swinging back yeah yeah he's a big boy kind of looks like a hyena (laughs) you okay man (laughs) Okay, well, let's go. Bam, you good, bud? Oh, boy. Any, uh, no, that's, well, we'll leave it for tonight. Man, these, there's like flies attracting in here. I don't know what's going on, but it's driving me bananas. So let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, boys. Good luck this weekend. Good luck next week. Uh, Are we doing one next week? Do we know yet? We'll see what happens. Probably. Probably in Rossburn. So maybe we'll do drums come out to Rossburn for a night. That'd be nice. We could do it on the deck. We've always talked about it. We even bought a microphone to do it. <laughs> that we used one time what and then didn't release the podcast. This uh, that fly just flew into my eye. <laughs> All right. Okay, go take if care we, of that. If we released that podcast, we wouldn't What's have made it to episode on? 92. No, we would have been uh, in jail. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. at least. Plus. Jail yeah. plus, plus, plus. Bare minimum. All right, boys. Good luck. Catch you later. Love okay, you. Good Peace. luck, everybody in the chat, too. Love you, boys. We'll talk to you soon. Buddha.